Hi, everyone. The following podcast is a Direct Message Network and Podcast One production. We are direct link to your favorite stars. Hey, Michael Phelps here. I want to tell you a bit about online therapy. Online therapy is not about time and place. It's anytime and any place. Did you know that over 50% of Americans struggle with their mental health? I'm one of them. And that's why I'm here to tell you about online therapy and how it can change your life. Online therapy is just as easy as joining a video call or texting with a friend. Only you'll be talking to a licensed therapist from your device on your schedule. Talkspace is more committed than ever to making therapy accessible and affordable for all. Go to Talkspace.com and start working with a licensed therapist today. Brought to you by Talkspace. Therapy for all. Get $100 off your first month of Talkspace therapy with coupon 100 for you. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 smart bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our New Year's special. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 smart bed is only $899, plus special financing, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Welcome to Adulting Like a Mother Father. We're your hosts, Daniela Monet and Andrew Gardner. Let's get into it. This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. And we're live. Yay! It's the first official episode of 2020. Happy New Year, y'all. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope everyone's off to a good start. And if you're not, don't feel bad because we had the worst start to our New Year. How so? Are you being serious? Geo? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not Geo. That sounds awful. No. What? No, the regression, the sleep regression. Oh my gosh. Yes. Holy moly you guys i didn't know what sleep regression was until it literally landed in our until bedroom. you died three <laughs> days in I a row nearly died you wouldn't believe it but you died each can, day can you be honest about like what you saw because i don't even want to admit well i have no problem admitting what happened yeah no you were just a walking zombie no it was worse than that you were in tears yeah. multiple days in a row mm-hmm you literally look like you would have been like a little kid in raggedy clothes, like, <laughs> like baggy pajamas, walking around, like moping around, holding like a little blankie, oh, like you were really sick or something. Yeah. But no, you're I not. Felt... You're, a, you're an adult. Yeah. But it didn't look like that. Yeah. No, I felt sick. I felt like if I could explain what sleep regression did to me. So what sleep regression is, is that certain parts of a child's like life, I guess a toddler or an infant specifically um they go through like these growth developmental stages that mess with like their sleep and just their daily habits we were kind of in somewhat of like a routine we never stuck to a real schedule prior to the sleep regression but um that since has changed (laughs) we are very much um on a schedule as of now so he had some sort of developmental spurt which caused him to wake up nearly every hour of the night yeah, literally, like the the three or four nights in a row was like every hour, every hour and a half or mm-hmm. less, sometimes mm-hmm. 30 minutes, 45 minutes. We were getting up 10 to 15 times during the night. You think? I think so. There's not enough hours in a night. You did the math wrong. <laughs> I said every 30 minutes it's possible. Uh, yeah. We, That's what it felt like. It felt like a lot. Like you literally. Yeah. You, you could dead. barely fall asleep yeah. before the next time basically is what it felt like. But we didn't know how to handle it. It was terrifying, and obviously it hit me kind of the hardest because I was getting up the majority of the time to try and soothe him. And whoa, whoa, It's whoa, the whoa. truth. The only thing that was hard about it for you was that he was in our room, and we'll talk about that too. 
Yeah. So all in all, it was uh, almost painful, I'd say. Yeah. Obviously, there's something going on with him, right? Where he can't sleep more than mm-hmm. an hour at a time. Yeah, you feel helpless. It was terrible for us. I so know. any new parents out there, we feel you. Mm-hmm. If your kid has gone through this, it is, it's hard to function as a human being. Oh, I, I chose not to. I felt like I wasn't functioning at all. I was like... I, yeah, it was a scary feeling. Would you say that I, you are today? Yeah. Okay. So to get to where we are today, which is basically, what has it been? Like three days of three decent days. sleep? <laughs> decent. Yeah, decent. Well, we're coming out of this regression. And Andrew and I like had a come to Jesus moment where we were like, how are we going to fix this? And I resorted back to like what I know best, which was kind of go on social media, post about it. And everyone had amazing supportive questions or answers and things that we can do differently, people we could reach out to. Um, And so this episode specifically is kind of about that only because this is a huge, important thing that we go through sleeping. Mm -hmm. It's crucial crucial to being a human being yeah and there are people out there called sleep trainers that help your baby learn how to sleep now i want to be completely 100 i was not um open to the idea of sleep training yeah you didn't like the idea at all right i did not like the idea of it at all why because i felt like i'm his mom and i know him best and i'm gonna be the one to get him through the night. Like that's my job. Yeah. But you know, what's tough about that is, is I get it. Mm-hmm. You, you are his mom for sure. He loves you. You're number one. <laughs> but if the kid's waking Say that up, one more time. <laughs> well, you I'm could number be, one. you could be 1.5. Okay. Me. Whatever. He loves dad. Um, no, but if he's waking up every hour, there's something that we're not doing right. Yeah. And I think like what got me to feel better about the idea of like sleep training him, which I'll explain why I was kind of, anti about it to begin with from what I learned about sleep training it meant that it entailed a baby crying it out and I just felt like he was way too young to endure that kind of like stress Mm -hmm. and I didn't want him to have to feel that like he's too young like he's obviously needing something if he's crying and that was my reaction to the idea of sleep training yeah which now makes sense. where i'm at now is i wasn't a, i wasn't a functioning human being for him and that's when i started to realize like he needs to be getting better sleep because if he's getting better sleep he's a better baby i'm a better mom mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's well it comes back to that theory how do you take care of somebody else if you can't take care of yourself yeah right if you're miserable which you were mm-hmm. right it got so bad that you didn't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. You almost wanted to quit on, on being mom for a day or so. Uh-huh. I was, I think I was like depressed. Yeah. You were, you tapped out. Yeah. Tapped out. So I just wanted to like lay in bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing. I mean, I, I felt similarly. I couldn't picture, I couldn't picture either of us letting him cry it out yet. Mm-hmm. Like we weren't at that point yet. Um, the sleep has been pretty bad from the start, but it wasn't bad enough that I think that we could wrap our minds around yeah. that. And I think there's other like common practices. It's not just letting them cry it out. Like you do have to let them learn to work it out for themselves. Um, but we weren't there mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're, we're there yet. Mm-hmm. We're getting a little bit better. We're, we're trying to let him start to figure it out on his own. And we're doing little things along the way to make it easier and more comfortable for him. Which is one of the reasons why we're able to do this podcast right now, because we decided we were going to create some sort of like, regimen throughout the day so that he was familiar with like what a daily routine looks like and you know when it's appropriate for him to nap when it's appropriate for him to um eat and obviously we've deviated here and there because it's only natural yeah we've only been doing it three days we've done it for three days (laughs) no but honestly three days it's so crazy it almost feels like there's been a significant like difference in a good way yeah yeah i mean he's sleeping right now yeah and he wasn't sleeping throughout the day routinely at all i mean he was up 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 he was having major fomo and what we learned was a baby who isn't sleeping during the day like it can mess with their cortisol levels that's right right? well they're not yeah their stress levels their stress levels yeah and so therefore for an adult yeah 
Totally. If you're, if you're lacking sleep and that's what I was feeling is like my heart was racing. I was getting hot and cold sweats. Like Mm -hmm. my body was, you were breaking down. I was breaking down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then I realized like if I'm feeling this, I can't imagine what he's feeling. And then I came to terms with the idea of like, we need to teach him how to sleep. Yeah. It it just got to that point that something had to be done. Yeah. Because you couldn't function. I could barely function. He wasn't functioning at like an optimal level. Mm Mm-hmm for what a baby should be doing, mm-hmm. you know, cause baby should be doing a whole lot. Yeah. Um, and so we needed to do something. Yeah. So we did something. So we're, we're doing it now. So we're implementing some routine schedule type thing, um, throughout the day and he's responding really, really well to it. Um, taking routine naps. They're not as long as like what someone may suggest, but again, like we are deviating because our child is unique and every other child is unique and yeah. some are going to be different and respond differently. Um, but but at the same time, like you can have, some people are really structured, like they have a routine and they don't deviate whatsoever from that routine, Mm -hmm. which means you're basically on lockdown. Yeah. You really are until a certain age. I don't know when you get off the routine, but like in our case right now, he's not up for more than an hour and a half or two hours at a time, but that also includes feeding time. Mm -hmm. So how would we even break away to, let's say like go get lunch, three of us. Yeah. Yeah. Go for a meal or go for an adventure, like show them the world. You can't. Yeah. So my theory is, is there has to be some flexibility Mm -hmm. and like from a a practical standpoint, that's the world that we live in anyways. Like that's how life is as you get older, like Mm -hmm. you have to be able to adapt or whatever. There's nothing so regimented Mm -hmm. like, um, a baby care routine would Mm -hmm. be. So I think it's okay. Like if he sleeps for half an hour versus the hour, hour and a half he's supposed to sleep. Mm Mm-hmm. We can try to keep putting him down, but if he's fighting it, we're going to spend that whole time fighting the sleep bit when we could have just taken that half hour that he gave us and then move on to the next one. And maybe the next one's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's been interesting. I feel like it can get a little in your head, like for me at least, which is interesting because I'm not a routine individual individual, but sometimes like I'll look at the schedule and it'll make me panic to think that we're not following it. But again, like I'm just trying to like breathe through this and just know that like, it's not going to be perfect, perfect, perfect all the time, but he's a relatively happy baby and he's big and growing and super aware right now, like incredibly alert and interested in things. So, you know, we got to just go with the flow, but let's talk about our guest today because we had her on the show seven weeks ago seven weeks ago wow yeah and we okay so go ahead and and speak to her a little bit more because I feel like in that phase of life at seven weeks I was struggling so much already oh we didn't even know what planet we were. he was going through a growth spurt I remember he was seven weeks old he was going through a growth spurt and we had talked to the producer and said we need to speak with a sleep trainer Mm -hmm. yeah and this rock star sleep trainer is Kimberly Von Slumsky of Sweet Dreams LA. Um, she comes in and she does sleep training. She's worked with a I bunch mean, of celebrities. We like know she's some the, names. She's the sh. Yeah. She's, she's the real deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we sat down with her. We had an amazing chat with her. Um, I think at that time, mm-hmm. at least it was too early. It was seven weeks. She said, I would never start with a baby until at least 10 weeks, which is still pretty early. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, three weeks from now, we're doing this. Yeah, <laughs> you ready. weren't on board I with that yet. I was not on board. <laughs> but I was ready for it. Um, and then but I, think, I don't think you knew what it entailed. And I still don't no, really know what everyone's method is, but it does involve some level of crying. Um, so sure. that was the reason why I was a little on yeah. the fence at that point, yeah. but she was super informative. And I think for anyone out there with a baby or a baby on the way, it's just good to wrap your head around the idea of teaching your baby to sleep at some point when you are comfortable, because it's crucial to their development, but also mm-hmm. like your sanity. And yeah. now I completely understand that. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And we learned this, um, from our chat with her and then recently through, a. a chat with some other people. Mm-hmm. Um, you're really like, you, you just got to get in the frame of mind. You're just setting them up mm-hmm. for success in the sleep department for the rest of their life, which is so important because I feel like looking back, maybe I wasn't set up 
perfectly. Yeah, sure, because you struggle with sleep. At 31, I can't even sleep You still have anxiety around sleep. I mean, if we were to backtrack to like one of our first episodes. (laughs) But in all fairness, like all of this information wasn't always readily available back then when we were being, you know what I mean? So like it it is what it is. We Mm. have a lot of information available to us. But anyway, so you have anxiety about sleep. I remember in one of the first podcasts we ever did together, you said one of your biggest fears was that you were worried about sleep. And I kind of just, no, 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 My adrenaline was, was pumping for what the first three now? months. Or no, it, it literally it went to a screeching halt around that sleep progression time. I realized I don't have, I don't have any more left. I don't have any but more. But it was, it was hitting you before a week ago or before two weeks ago, but I would bounce back. Like and I early like, on you had days where you were just like, uh, uh-uh, yeah, I ain't doing okay. this. <laughs> I'm glad it's all a blur <laughs> because guess what? If it wasn't a blur, no one would have another kid. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I'm nowhere near ready for that. At oh the moment. my gosh. Maybe like it sounds crazy, but like if we got one solid night of sleep, you know, like some people say their baby sleeps seven to seven, we're probably on that track. We're getting real close now. But yeah, imagine with, what with that a bunch would feel of wake like. Ups still. No, I mean he's waking up less than ever now. Yeah, in the last three days. Three days. <laughs> in the last <laughs> so we'll three see days. how it really goes. Yeah. Anyways, so we're excited to share this piece with you guys because at the time, like we were just fish out of water with this whole. Yeah. I mean, newborn. We still no kind of are. Like we're we're just now figuring it out. Yeah. I feel like we're we're it's still really early in the sleep routine. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of like the day to day stuff, I feel like we're definitely getting to know him better and like th- we're developing a routine during the day where I really understand like kind of where he's at throughout the day, which is so cool. Like, I know. Cause obviously he's only been on the planet for three months. Yeah. Three <laughs> months. But you get to know him like a little bit better day after day. And that is the, the most amazing thing. Let's give a quick little update on like where he's at right now because, let's do it yeah because it's cool i mean i feel like people have been really along for the journey we started with our birth story and here we are three months in he's officially an infant and no longer a newborn yeah update number one you know what's nuts is when he was born or even before he was born i was like holy sh- <laughs> we're gonna have a three-month-old like around christmas time i know like i thought oh he's gonna celebrate christmas with oh us maybe he'll be running around by then yeah right it you doesn't work no like idea. that but it's already come and gone. I know. It's nuts. Crazy. Yeah. Um, another update is he is mesmerized by pretty much everything. And his hands. And his hands. His own little hands. You can finally give him a toy. He likes to hold things. Um, you take him outside and he's like a little shy by the sun. Like he's not used to like the adjustment in, in light. Yeah. I think it's just bright. It's whatever. I mean, he's still adjusting. I think the, the sun hits him in the eye and he's like, what Ugh. is that? And then he like wants to hide in me and it's so cute. But, um, those are a couple updates. I'm he loves going outside now though. Yeah. He's just always he's looking around constantly because he wants always. to try to see and understand what everything is Yeah. at this point. And this is so different than what oh, it was. He's talking. He's babbling. Yeah. He's talking. Today, I'm pretty sure oh, your, yeah. your mom was saying, I love you. I love you. I'm pretty sure he said, I love <laughs> And then he so stopped cool. there. I said, get your phone out. He's not far from that. No, he, he's definitely going to say dad, dad first. It says in some of the um, apps and the updates that I've gotten recently about a three-month-old is that they will potentially repeat or not repeat They're you, but mimic. like mimic, mimic things like your face. And so anyways, it is the coolest, by far one of the coolest stages we've faced so far, mm-hmm. even straight out of regression three yeah, days out. It's pretty rad. Yeah. So I'm glad that we, um, I'm glad we're on this side of the fence. If we would have done this podcast in the middle of the regression, I would have been scared for everyone listening. Yeah. But right now we're sitting in our office that's nice and clean and the sun is literally hitting our face and there's plants everywhere. And I just feel so lucky and happy right now. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. For the plants. Thank you. So let's get into our little interview with Kimberly. She's awesome. Um, But first, we're going to take a quick break. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. It's January 2020. The year 2020 shows up a lot in science fiction. A lot of people predicted that by now we'd be teleporting to work or living on Mars. And a lot of those predictions were wrong. Well, Daniela, Mm -hmm. the truth is we'll always get the future wrong, Mm -hmm. which is why we need to get life insurance right. Hmm. That's where Policy Genius can help. Yeah, Policy Genius makes finding the right life insurance a breeze. In minutes, you can compare quotes from the top insurers to find your best price. You could save $1,500 or more a year by using Policy Genius to compare life insurance policies. 
Once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape. And Policy Genius doesn't just make life insurance easy. They can also help you find the right home and auto insurance or disability insurance. So if your science fiction dreams for 2020 still haven't become science fact, don't get discouraged. Get life insurance. It just takes a few minutes to find your best price and apply at policygenius.com. Policy Genius will always get the future wrong. Better get life insurance right. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. And we're back with Kimberly Von Slomsky. She is the founder of Sweet Dreams LA. We are so excited to have you on our show. You have no idea we've been yes. waiting for this moment. <laughs> so excited to be oh here. Oh my gosh. Um, so we're obviously new parents. And um, there is a lot that we thought we knew and got in and realized, wow, there's just so much to it. Yes. It's it's a whole new world, really. It's the transition, you know, into becoming parents mm-hmm. and learning your baby and learning what works for both of you. And it's a very symbiotic relationship. And you, you just try to get, get in that groove and figure out what works best for you. But it's so true. I noticed that you were actually, you're a postpartum doula as well. Yes. At the time, I thought, oh, you know, that might not be something we need. And now I realize, wow, you guys are saints. Can you tell us a little bit about what being a postpartum doula entails? Yes, definitely. So um, I have LA Doula Care, and that consists of postpartum doulas and newborn care specialists. Postpartum doulas are do half mother care, half baby care. So really getting you through that first transitional period where you're recovering and you're trying to rest as much as possible, all of that. So we do everything from, um, you know, just swaddling the baby, rocking the baby back to sleep, changing diapers, helping her out, out around the house, even like running and doing grocery runs. Oh my gosh. Um, anything to make your life easier uh, is what we take care of so that you can recover quickly. And, you know, we also help with routines and schedules and um, sleep conditioning. So your baby kind of gets into a good rhythm with sleep. Uh, it's a really educational role too. So mm-hmm. we do a lot of teaching. So we're teaching swaddle methods. We're teaching rocking methods, soothing methods, um, to kind of get mom and dad, everyone kind of together and understanding and learning about, you know, how to kind of um, be one with your baby, like figure out what works best for you. So that's it's, comforting um, to hear because yeah. I feel like, um, you know, we have a lot of friends that have babies. And in the recent weeks, when I realized that it wasn't just magic, your baby doesn't just sleep at night, yeah. I started reaching out to people. <laughs> and they were like, well, you need to get on a schedule and you need to do this and you need to do yeah. that. And we're, I have to be honest, I, I mean, might not be the popular answer, but like we are less than routine in our house. Yeah. And, and- Obviously, we want to pick your brain about that. Yeah. I mean, as a couple, I don't know how much we actually believe in the schedule thing. Mm-hmm. In my mind, like, this kid's an infant, knows right. almost nothing at this point, right. like, doesn't even know what a schedule is. <laughs> we, fit, we we tried it for, what, two days? Barely, yeah. And I don't know how well we stuck to it, but it didn't seem like it was the ticket for us. Right. Um, but obviously, we'll want your input on Definitely. that. So we've yeah. come back to the sort of everything's kind of on demand. Yeah. But we need some help. Yeah, no, that's great. I totally hear you. And, you know, what doulas do is really support you and what you want to do with your baby. So we're never going to say you should do it this way. We might give you options of different ways you can do it that will work for you. And we support you in those ways. Um, I always say the first month is like a free for all. Mm -hmm. And really, you just need an extra set of hands. Mm -hmm. So just hold the baby if needed when he's sleeping. You know, just do what you need to do to get by as long as the baby's safe and that your mental health is taken care of, I think that's the most important part of the first month. The second month is more of a flow. Mm-hmm. So okay. you're kind of getting into more of like, okay, he understands his mornings. He understands yeah. when he's eating next. So he accurate. And it's just the flow of the day. So it's very loose. There's no schedule really. I don't even do a schedule at two months. Um, because you're right. They don't really understand timing and schedules that much, but yeah. it is helpful for them what to know what comes next. Right. Okay. So the flow is really good. Um, going into the third month, I get into more of a routine, not even necessarily a schedule yet, where um, you know you have your bedtime routine, which is really yes. helpful for night sleep. Um, just knowing the steps, babies kind of pick up on what's coming. Yeah. And um, and by the third month, it's a good time to start that. Um, and really, you know, the fourth month is when we get into sleep training and all of that. Um, you know, babies aren't robots, so 
we really look at each baby individually uh, to figure out what's going to work best for that family. Some families are really busy and out of the house a lot. Some families are home all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really important for us to take a look at that and customize these programs. So we really do customize the programs even for like doula care mm-hmm. as well as sleep training because okay. it's not a one size fits all thing and it's comforting is very yeah. different yeah, yeah. yeah. i uh, i feel like we've actually like you said we've kind of come into our own now we're what almost 7 weeks or yeah, what, roughly whatever we're going in our 2 months of being with this little one yeah. and really figuring out his wants and needs and cries and what they mean and how to soothe him um, he's not a great sleeper in the daytime, but he's actually becoming a better sleeper at night. Oh, somehow. Oh. I mean, he doesn't know because know. Andrew is dead asleep. <laughs> this guy can sleep it's through anything. Yeah, of course. Anything. I swear, his, your alarm went off this morning, by the way, four times before mm. you heard anything. It's, I didn't know it it's a gift. Once. So if the it's baby amazing. has any sort of that element, we were so lucky. Oh, yeah. that's sleep so through nice. it all. That is so nice. Oh, but I mean, like, when I say he sleeps at night, it's like he, he obviously feeds three times, mm-hmm. but goes down pretty easily. That's great. So that's okay. a good that's a great. good thing. We're onto yes. something there. I need yes. to pop in though for sure because mm-hmm. we're hearing about babies the same age that are sleeping literally through the night. Is that yes. safe? So what would you say about? That? I feel yes. like my heart won't allow it. I'm right. So I always say. I think the good rule of thumb is uh, 12 pounds to be able to sleep through the night. Okay, uh, if your baby's wow. 12 pounds, he can go the whole night without eating. No way. He's mm-hmm. like 13 right now. Yeah. So there you are. You're already... So there's no fear in that? Because I don't know what it is. But like, so I... Okay. Can I just be like real one hundo with you right now? Yeah, I thought breastfeeding was going to be a slam dunk. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No one told me how difficult... breastfeeding was and how many lessons you were going to learn and like I you know I don't know why but I just was like no I don't need a lactation consultant like I said no to it all I thought no this is great it'll be intuitive I've got this It like slapped me in the face. Oh. I had mastitis twice. Oh. I had thrush. I still have something, and I'm right. trying not to put a name on it because right. I'm just like, it's fine. It just this is what it feels like. It doesn't hurt. I just have cold sweats. I'm fine. Oh um, my gosh! So flu-like symptoms. It's the worst. So I want to get to a better place with that. But mm-hmm. with that comes like these food anxieties where I'm concerned he's not eating enough. Yes. So. Uh, I don't know. I hear you 100%. And it's totally okay to be nervous. Um, And also, all your feelings are validated. You're a brand new mom. You've only known this human for seven weeks. So everything you're feeling is okay. It's normal. And there's nothing wrong. Okay. So one thing I always like to teach parents is there's nothing wrong with what's happening with your baby. It's just that every baby's different. Sure. So the first thing I want to make sure that, you know, all my parents understand is that Try not to go down the Google rabbit hole mm-hmm. of searching, what does my baby do? Like, oh my gosh. No, I is, didn't do that. The only you know. reason I did that was mm-hmm. because I thought I was dying one night because yeah. I didn't realize what mastitis was. Oh, so I told okay. him, I'm like, oh, I'm, I have, I'm, have a fever right now right. and it is more than I can handle and I need to go to bed. I was shivering from oh. head to toe. And then I had to Google midway through the night because it wasn't breaking. And then I realized, oh, I need to take something or else I could die. Right? No, of course. (laughs) It did say something like that. It's scary. It did say it could be fatal. Yeah. There is. There is. You know, I mean, people do look up their symptoms and everything. (laughs) I get it. I totally get it. But um, I get it. But the thing about that is to understand that your baby's different is kind of like to let go a bit, which is hard to do as a first-time mom. Sure. But just to try to, because, you know, you're intuitive with your baby. Try to use your intuition. Try to see if there's something actually different than his normal behavior. So compare it to how he normally is, Mm -hmm. normally does, how he normally eats, how he's normally pooping, all of these things. Um, But the eating thing is a very valid concern. Uh, The reason why I say 12 pounds is because um, usually at that point, they're actually eating enough throughout the day to make up for those calories they're not getting at night. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. If you're still using one of the big wireless providers this year, have you asked yourself what you're paying for? Between expensive retail stores, inflated prices, and hidden fees, you're being taken advantage of because they know you'll pay. Enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. 
Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead, then passes those savings directly to you. And we've taken advantage of those savings. In fact, Mint Mobile made it easy for us to cut our wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. And with Mint Mobile, you can stop paying for unlimited data you'll never use. All you do is choose between plans with 3, 8, or 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data. I think the best part is you can keep the phone and the phone number that you already have. Mm -hmm. And the contacts on your phone. That's right. Yeah. So ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile. Yeah. And to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, uh, you just get your plan shipped for free to your door. Uh, go to mintmobile.com slash motherfather. That's mintmobile.com slash motherfather. Cut your wireless bill to $15 a month at mintmobile.com slash motherfather. Now back to adulting like a mother father. I have this personality somehow where sleep is not really a concern of mine. I don't really need a lot to operate, mm-hmm. which has really served me well. But in the beginning, <laughs> oh, shoot, that's my water falling. Um, in the beginning, those first few weeks, like, I thought I was going to be okay, right. and I wasn't. Right. I mean, that sleep depri- deprivation is something I've never felt. Like, yeah. you're just on edge. And the the breastfeeding element was just so much for me to handle with right. having no sleep and then the pain and this and that. It is not a joke becoming a first-time mom. Oh, my yeah. gosh. It's not a joke. The sleep deprivation is a real thing. And sleep is the one way that you can recover from childbirth, which Mm. is really ironic, right? Because then you have a baby and you're like, wait, I have to bring this thing home now and then stay up all night with this thing. I'm Mm -hmm. like, and I just went to labor, had surgery, and it's a whole thing. Um, But the sleep thing that's interesting going into the Sweet Dreams LA role that I have. Yes, please, share. um, So I love, love sleep training. So some people, you know, there's all different kinds of views about sleep training and how you do it and everything. Um, the most important part is to look at the family and at the baby. Like, what is what are his needs? What is he doing already? How old is he? How much is he eating? Does he have any medical conditions? These are all things that we look at. But really, we're trying to find... Um, basically trying to explain the difference between reacting and responding to your baby. So, you know, when he is 12 pounds and he is ready, which sounds like he's ready, Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of times parents are reacting, which means they just go directly to their baby when he's crying because that's what you're supposed Mm -hmm. to do and then pick him up and usually feed or rock back to sleep Mm -hmm. is what happens. Mm -hmm. Responding is actually going down the laundry list of things that he needs. Okay. So if he's been fed recently, he has a clean diaper. You just changed him an hour or two ago. He should be fine an hour ago maybe. Um, And, you know, he hasn't spit up in his crib. Um, There's no reason of why you need to go in. Mm. It's always helpful to give him a few minutes to go back down Wow! Um, because babies learn whatever you teach them right so when you go to him you're teaching him that you need to cry so I come to you to pick you up this is what we need to do and the babies will constantly repeat this until the cycle is broken so if you give him a few minutes and let him see if he'll settle remember that crying is just communication that's Mm -hmm. the only way that they can communicate it doesn't mean he's in agony or he's miserable or you're abandoning him because everyone's mind would think that like oh mm-hmm. no like you know i feel so bad because you're also emotionally connected to him which i totally understand but also responding to his sleep need is what he actually really needs mm-hmm. so okay. responding to his sleep need probably means giving him a few minutes to to self-soothe and to help himself go back to sleep on mm. his own that's the ticket to sleep training is okay. having them go back to sleep on the road. Around the crying. We're both like, oh my God, yeah, yeah, let me yeah. talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Around the crying, there's definitely a difference in types of, of, of crying, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're figuring that out right now, I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, because we'll go through that laundry list where it's like, OK, you know, has he been burped? Does he? And then usually it actually has been that he's got like some digestive issues. He just needs to be burped or something. And right. then he'll, you know, sue himself. Um, so in regards to sleep training, yeah. um, just because, again, like I was a mom who went about pregnancy with like no doula, no lactation consultant, kind of just wung it all and really mm-hmm. had a great experience. Mm-hmm. 
But what I learned from postpartum was that I could have had a little more support there. What does something like a sleep trainer or a postpartum doula run you? Like, is this some, is this a luxury that like the average person could afford? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. So postpartum doula services are usually purchased at like a package price Mm -hmm. or like an hourly a la carte price. Um, Postpartum doulas are amazing because they do so much. So you're really getting amazing support, whether you want daytime support or nighttime support. Some families do like 24-7 support the first two weeks the baby comes home, um, kind of like get you started, get you on your feet. Um, Postpartum doulas even like make mom snacks and lactation cookies, and they have breastfeeding experience. I'm a lactation educator counselor. So you basically have like an in-home Google, (laughs) expert Google, who can... um, Love help it. you instead of having to research everything. So a postpartum doula, especially, it depends on where you live, of course. Mm-hmm. I would say Los Angeles, the average rate is about $35 an hour. Um, sometimes it goes down a little bit if you buy larger packages. Um, so it's it's very doable, especially because you can usually create your own schedule of what you would like. Mm-hmm. If you're like, okay, I want like three or four nights a week to just get rest and, you know, basically I'll breastfeed and then give you the baby. So oh my goodness. you'll just be waking up to breastfeed. Then you'll be handing your baby off. And then, you know, we'll be burped, swaddled, held, rocked. And even in, you know, those in the eight-week mark, he's going to mm-hmm. be growing. His brain's going to be, like, expanding. His head's going to grow the most it will in, like, Whoa. the first six months. Wow. And at the eight-week mark, you'll notice his head growing any bigger. Um, so there's so much happening. So sometimes sleep can be affected. But your doula will actually... Hold the baby all night if needed, because there will be some nights where he just won't go back down, and she'll just hold the baby. I thought we were on the up and up with this. Oh, no. You know what? It's honestly, it goes in waves, and you ride those waves, and and you just need to remember that it's not forever. Sure. It's only yeah. for now. Oh, yeah. all of that. Yeah. That, that. That's the lesson of the whole yeah. thing. I mean, yeah. I thought when I first got out of um, recovery or when we obviously came home, just right after the C-section, yeah. when they were like, okay, it's time for you to go to yeah. the bathroom on your own. And I stood up. Yeah. I was, I would look like Quasimodo. I yeah. could not stand straight up at all. And I, yeah. my feet were swollen. Everything about my body felt like I was like a foreign object to oh. myself. And then yeah. I just didn't expect any of that. And then you're, you know, the mo- the thing I wanted to do the most was care for him. And, mm-hmm. you know, you get through it. I still think back to that and like, how was I changing and, and breastfeeding? The nurses would come in every time they'd be like, every time we walk in, you're breastfeeding. It's amazing. Yeah. Except little did I know, I gave myself an infection, I think, because I wasn't paying attention to how I was doing it and the latch and the sides and all that good stuff. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It, I think when you're starting to feel like you're you're getting a lot more pressure and you're um, getting, even if you get little clogged ducts. Oh, got a lot to of be, those. To be, yeah, to notice that and to be in the shower massaging those out mm-hmm. towards your nipple. I know it's mm-hmm. very No, no. It's, this is what I want everyone um, to know. Please but, save um, yourself. <laughs> I think that this is really, yeah, it's really important too that you're having these conversations because um, this is what women need to know. Yes, like, no one told me. And, and husbands and partners oh, and yeah. everybody. Uh, it's really important to know what's going on with your body. If whoever is in a supportive role of mom needs to know what's happening mm-hmm. with your body. So and that's what's supportive. nice about your role because some people don't have that support or they live far away from family and friends. Right. Like, I feel for people. I, we have never had more respect for parents in general but let, I mean single parents right how yeah, how it it's amazing i mean honestly in my role i see that as amazing cuz uh-huh. they're single parents with no help mm-hmm. and they just make it work and i mean honestly parents that are trying that are doing the best that they can they're superheroes Mm -hmm. (laughs) like anyone whether you support whether you don't have support you guys are all superheroes right Mm -hmm. and um and really when you have support we're just the guides Mm -hmm. guiding you through it you're the hero you're the one that's actually doing doing it and you're the heroes so Mm -hmm. on those days that you're like I am the worst mom. I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know how to help my baby and he's crying all day or whatever the case may be. Just remember that at the end of the day, you're doing the best that you can and you're really, really, really the heroes of this whole thing. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. If you're like us, you've got stuff, lots of stuff, stuff that's been sitting there for way too long, taking a valuable space and just adding clutter to your life. But the new year is a perfect time to finally deal with it. And I'm not talking about throwing it out or hiding it even deeper in the closet. I'm talking about selling it on Mercari. You know, Mercari, the selling app that makes selling almost anything fast and easy. 
So here's where you begin. You go through your home and find all the stuff that you didn't use in 2019. The phone in the drawer, the jeans you only wore once, that handbag hiding in the back of your closet. Listing takes just minutes. You take a few pics, add a description, and boom, your item is connected to millions of buyers on the app. Mercari will even email you a shipping label when it sells. Everything ships so there are no awkward meetups with strangers, which is great now that it gets dark at 5 p.m. The app has over 500,000 reviews on the App Store with an average 4.8 star rating. So why not give it a try? Ring in the new year with less stuff in your home and more money in your pocket with Mercari. That's M-E-R-C-A-R-I. Mercari, the selling app. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Do you run across many parents that, you know, from day to day just think like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing? Yes. Um, You know, I get calls when the baby's already arrived and is like, we don't actually know what we're doing at all. I don't know how to change a diaper. Wow. Like, yeah, I don't know how they let us leave the hospital, you know? Mm. And I love those opportunities because I'm like, yes, I can come in and just like all day for five days in a row I'm coming in I'm showing how to do everything and by the time I leave I always work myself out of the job so by the time I leave the parents are 100% confident and for me it's the most rewarding thing because I saw where it started and where we ended and that's how I feel about sleep training too I go into homes when when you're not getting enough sleep like even you said you don't feel like you need that much sleep That's survival mode. Yeah, so that's how it's felt. <laughs> you're you're surviving and you're you're feeling like okay, I can get through it. Um, but really, you're not running in optimal mode. Like mm-hmm. no your baby isn't because he's not developing probably as well as he could be if he was getting a full night and days of sleep. And also, sleep for babies is comprehensive, so they have to have good daytime sleep and nighttime sleep. Oh, wow. So okay. good naps and nights to be a okay. good sleeper. So at this age, um, he should be getting about um, 16 to 17 hours of sleep. Okay. Come again? That's yep. crazy. Okay. 16 to 17 hours okay. of sleep per day. Please write that down. <laughs> yep. Okay. So, okay. So what does the daytime yep. sleep look like? Yeah. So right now, um, he should be taking about three to four naps a day. Um, you know, it definitely varies at yeah. this age. Uh, we don't start sleep training until like 12 pounds, but really I like to start 10 to 12 weeks at the earliest. Okay. Um, and at that point, we really aim for three to four naps. So they should be getting, you know, within like about an hour and a half of waking up, going down, hopefully awake, um, so that if they wake up, they don't forget where they were. They remember, okay, I was put down in my crib. I right. know it, where I am. Um, and then they sleep, you know, usually the first nap of the day can be the longest nap and tapers off to the last nap of the day being the, the shortest nap. Um, usually about four hours total of um, four to five hours at this age of sleep a day, naps Wow. Okay. okay. Um, We're not that then, far off. Yeah, 11 to 12 hours of sleep up. a night. And that's what sleep training does, <clears throat> excuse me, is, is gives oh you that sleep. Oh my gosh, that's and so um, teaches the babies how to put themselves back to sleep on their own, and that's that is really the ticket. So um, we walk you through the whole program, and it, like I said, it's comprehensive. So days and nights have to be both set up well, okay. um, and yeah, and that's how it works. Wow. And we really support the parents in understanding their babies. So by the end of the whole sleep training experience, um, you know your baby better than you did before, and. We do in-home. So we're there with you for for three days, two to three days. Um, We just extended to five-day programs because some people are like, don't leave me yet. (laughs) Don't leave me. (laughs) So we stay for an extra two days just to run the program a couple more days and give them extra support. And um, by the time we leave, your baby is sleeping, um, going to sleep and putting himself back to sleep on his own, which is the whole thing. So it's funny. Like There are some families that well, actually, every family tells me my baby is going to be the one that right. it doesn't work for. Yeah. Every time, actually. Wow. No, they're like, no, no, no. My baby is really, really difficult. It's wow. going to be mine. Mine's going to be the one that breaks you, you know? Um, and you and I'm there. totally confident. And I'm you like, nope, there. because we're, we're, do, we're doing in-home support. Plus, we do three follow-up calls after to make sure everything's good. That's we're nice. supporting you. Plus, we're available to like 24 hours a day for the first month. That's part of our whole program. Wow. Like, you know, if you have any questions for anything. And then moving forward, we don't um, close our doors. So open Aww. door policy. You could ask us about travel when you change time zones, about, you know, yeah. the time change, about, you know, whatever, yeah. switching to a toddler bed. So we really do nurture those relationships with our clients Amazing. moving forward. And we love sleep. And we love for parents to get sleep Aww. and to feel great. You yeah, know, we like it's sleep important. too. We'll yeah. get there. We're gonna get there. I think yeah. Sleep is a, a big thing, right? It was 
she didn't like this, but going into the whole process, it was one of my biggest fears because that's all we've heard from anybody. Like as you know, when she got pregnant and getting closer and closer to the birth, was, that's what everyone says. It's get the ready most to never sleep line, again. But they're like, oh, sorry, you're never going to sleep again. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, I love him. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> but it, it can be Worth detrimental, it. right? Because yeah. it affects every other part of your life. Mm-hmm. Not only your ability to take care of him, but your relationship and. Yeah basically your energy for mm-hmm. anything else you have, right? Yeah. So imagine um, 7 o'clock at night, you put, his name's Gio, right? Yeah, Gio. Gio is so cute. Um, so you put Gio down at 7 p.m., mm-hmm. and then he's going to be down for the whole night until you get him at 7 a.m. Oh, my god! Like, what would that mean to you as in your relationship, with your time, what would you well, do from like seven to you. bedtime? <laughs> I know. We'd be like, um, we have our bedroom back. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh yeah, that sounds dreamy. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, That's it amazing. would be huge. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, that does sound magical. I I really think that um, just with the little tips that you've given us and for listeners, like this is this is helpful stuff. I'm telling you right now, I was blindsided by all of it, and mm-hmm. um, even just a little support you know listening to podcasts or you know reaching out to you and actually like enlisting in your services that could really be a game changer for the future of your you know baby's health and your health and well-being and happiness so i have to ask just a silly question but i'm curious because you're sweet dreams la you work in la who is the most famous person (laughs) that you've gotten to sleep oh my gosh (laughs) can Um, you share so it's interesting um yeah it's funny because the more the a-list uh celebs are the ones that are the most private right okay of course. so they're the ones who are like really careful about it um but the ones that have already gave me press and everything hillary duff i okay. sleep trained her babe okay, cool. and she did Spanx did really great and hillary's the sweetest um ali fedotowski from the bachelorette oh, yeah. there you go she's yeah. amazing we love i love her she's awesome and did just, you do both huh, i just did her little guy awesome awesome so um it was he's so cute oh my gosh we're but, like um, neighbors basically oh really so maybe when you're at ali's house you can I pop know. on by <laughs> see you see what's going on um no, yeah ali's amazing their family is so sweet and yeah. cute and she's doing a great job i love her too because she's just real yeah she's very she's real. real and she'll and she'll drop some knowledge on her yeah, followers which I is love nice. it. she'll share yeah it's so good yeah and then like the rest i mean i've you know Put i've done a lot of i know a listers like yeah That's so definitely cool. like a very famous male a-list actor mm. um I know. I awesome. just can't do it. That's okay. The no, reason why enough. the reason why I um I am so successful with these types of families is because I'm very confidential about and that's yeah. on that's the right way the best. For. So unless they obviously blast me like Ali or Sherry sure. and and I love well them now for we're that. gonna blast you because you're awesome. Yay! All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. Everybody's got a to-do list. Drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some almond milk. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. And the good thing is you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to Geico.com and in 15 minutes you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Extra money in your pocket? It may just be the most rewarding to-do you do today. And now back to adulting like a mother father. months i mean yes. he's 12 pounds yeah, i think yeah. he's 12 or 13 pounds yeah. i have fed this kid like no one's business i'm literally sitting here oh wishing gosh. i had a pump connected to my boots okay? <laughs> oh. but um oh no he's he's a big little man but in at four months you recommend like entertaining the idea yeah of so we actually start as early as 10 to 12 weeks okay, okay um and most babies a lot of babies aren't 12 pounds yet at 10 weeks so that's why we say gotcha. 12 weeks mm-hmm. but i sleep trained my nieces at 10 weeks and they took to it just like a 12 week old okay uh no problem and and the reason why it really works is because you have the support of, totally. of asking me anything like you could text or call at any time like I will not let you fail that's why it works because I will not I you know I guarantee that your baby will be sleep trained by the time I leave and that I continue the relationship with you so I will not let you mess it up unless you totally were like okay I'm just throwing it out the window and we're just gonna like have him sleep on us again and then that's your choice oh, so that's a no go that, yeah that's a no after sleep we, training I don't know if oh, we after can sleep share training. Exactly. so I have two more weeks of, of that <laughs> yeah yeah you can he's you can go ahead and do this now Wait, is he seven point. weeks eight weeks yeah he's, he's two months so. oh my gosh he's okay. so cute I saw him Aww. on your Instagram thank I was like you. oh my gosh oh, thank oh. you and he's so babies. awesome he's becoming like and I know like you said that two month mark like you're figuring him out so much more I was yeah. like you're like my new best friend 
friend. But in oh. the first four weeks, I was like, who are yeah. you? It's tr- it's still to... tricky, though, right? I mean, you're figuring him out. Yeah, still figuring him but out. Every but every day is a little bit different, easier. which does make it challenging. Like one day right. he can be amazing. Doesn't make a peep, sleeps through the day, sleeps for three to four hours a night or, you know, during a, right. s- a single period. Exactly. And then the next day he can be super fussy, doesn't want right. to go down at all during the day. Yeah. So I think we're still trying to figure out that piece. Yeah. Um, it's a process. It's, it's we'll a get process. there. We'll get there. Seriously. Um, teaching him to go down awake is a big step into right. doing that. Okay. Another thing is um, transitioning from the swaddle to a sleep sack. Oh, okay. Um, because Right now, he's probably swaddled yes. still. Um, so he doesn't have to learn how to handle his limbs and his reflexes. Mm-hmm. So when he's in a sleep sack and his arms are out, mm-hmm. yes, it's you know a day or two to get used to it. But then he gets used to having his arms and hands out, and he can self-soothe on his hands. Oh, no, he does. Yeah, he yeah, he's the king that. of that. He does oh, not like the swaddle. His arms oh. are out and about just flailing so around. He's self-soothing, so he's learning yeah, how to self-soothe no, he's, yeah, he's getting there. I swear. We've yeah. come a long yeah, way. Yeah, that's great. We've the sound machine do is that. helpful. That's perfect. Keeping a really dark nursery is really important. So people are like, you know, let them sleep in the light so they can sleep anywhere. It's not really the case because you can be consistent with dark. You can't be consistent with light. So if you go to a friend's house and it's like somewhat light Mm -hmm. or you go, you know, it's like if dark is dark, you know, you can make it dark. Another little tip that I have is like when you travel or go to hotels and you need to darken the room, just bring black trash bags with painters with you everywhere and just Put it up there in oh the window. Gosh. It takes two seconds, yeah. and then you don't have to worry about the curtains every time. <laughs> Are or you listening to mom? That, that's got to look good <laughs> in the suitcase. <laughs> yeah, you just yeah. bring a bunch of trash bags <laughs> and duct tape. I know it looks Everywhere real you go, bizarre. You go through, yeah. But <laughs> you go through customs. Yeah, they're like, they're yeah. like excuse me, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have I have yeah, a question. Of course, yeah. Um, do you have any tips in terms of what a partner should do? Like when you're coming into sleep train, right? Maybe not necessarily yeah. specifically around the baby, but a partner of. Someone who's Mom, breastfeeding, right? Yeah, yeah. So are you specifically breastfeeding? To... I would imagine because most partners can bottle feed and diaper change. Yeah. And all that. But so if you're just breastfeeding, of course. So are you referring to sleep training or when you have to bring the baby home initially? Uh, when you bring the baby home, when you bring the baby yeah. home. Yeah. So the thing that I always tell dads is that even though sometimes they feel like they're not as connected with the baby, maybe in the beginning because mm-hmm. they're not relying on them to eat and all of that. And even if they're not bottle feeding yet, because obviously bottle feeding really helps that relationship, I think being there, knowing like the schedule, like the the breastfeeding schedule, if she's pumping to like wash her pump parts. Oh my gosh, that'd wash be the awesome. bottle okay. bottles. Um, if you're doing bottles, um, you know, sterilize for her. Um, you know, making her teas and just checking in on her well being is really important because. Um, th- you know, you hear about postpartum depression and some people think of it as like the serious thing where, you know, you want to do some really extreme things, but it can be as little as just having the blues. Oh, like, no. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And I think so, guys get it because I feel like, I mean, can I say this? Like yeah. you were not, you felt like you had maybe a little bit of postpartum. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know like, how to label it, but I, yeah. I definitely yeah, felt off. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and, and in that sense, it, it's a real thing yeah. because for dads, your life change o- changes overnight without the physical yes. changes happening to you. Yep. So you had nine months to prepare, your mm-hmm. body's changing, you can feel the baby. You literally go from, you know, okay, here I am, mm-hmm. like n- just a husband, yep. the next day, boom. I'm a father for the rest of my life. Yep. It's it's like a, an that, extreme yeah, transition. It in a nutshell. Yeah, <laughs> it, that's it. And um, the other thing with dads that I recommend are dad groups. So oh. you can actually look them up online. I know there's one in the Valley. Cool. And they do like, oh, they do babies and brews. And they oh my bring gosh, that is right up babies and brews. Yeah. So they bring, look it up. Um, it is right by you then if you guys are in the valley yeah. so um they all the dads bring their babies in strollers and carriers Perfect. to the bar and it's oh a really cute responsible. it's a really cute thing right you know what? i get it and yeah. then they can talk like it's really important for dads to talk yeah so like compare commiserate if you're yeah, like I'm totally. um you know and and chat and yeah. that's how you can get the support but i think in terms of also i like that we brought up the dad part about what you can do with da- as yeah. a dad yeah. you know if you are a dad um but but then also with supporting mom you know the little things like 
keeping track of the feeds, even though you're not feeding, is yeah. really helpful. Okay. Um, checking in on how she's feeling is probably the most important. Mentally, too. Like, how are you feeling today? Do you feel any different from yesterday? Right. Do you feel, you know, mm-hmm. check in. Are we you did sleeping? a lot of that. We did a lot yeah. of that. I feel like we really, like, were each other's mm-hmm. life support yeah. for That's the first, so like, four weeks. And now, <laughs> yeah. you know, we're, we're getting the swing of things. And I'm finally, like, going to get my nails done and, like, yeah. stepping out of the house or he's That's going good. to the gym. And, like, we're feeling human again. Yeah. So it's taken us a little bit, but yeah. we're getting there. Yeah. I think the, the reason I ask is <clears throat> I struggle with the sleep part. I, right. I guess I sleep like a rock. I wouldn't know because I'm asleep. <laughs> yeah. uh, my intention is to help as much as I can, mm. but I'm, I also feel exhausted. And then I feel bad about that because if I feel exhausted, I can only imagine how she feels. Right. Yeah. He, he, he wakes up like, and he's, he'll be like, I'm so tired and I have never wanted to punch someone so hard, <laughs> yeah, but I, I say nothing. I say nothing at yeah, all. I'm like, wow, right. little do you know. Yeah, right. Interesting exactly. enough. I got four hours last oh night and, and they were broken. <laughs> and your body is, you know, producing yeah. milk and you're doing all these amazing things yeah, and you're like, yeah. you're tired from feeding and rocking and burping and yeah. And, it, and it's a whole thing. So the night thing is is tricky. Mm-hmm. The one thing I do like that I hear that a lot of dads do is they do all like the diaper changes or all the washing the bottles, like all the physical oh, things that'd sure. be great. that you that you don't need to do. Mm-hmm. I would I would recommend. We're, we're gonna have a nice chat after this. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, Kimberly, ah, thank you so, so much great. for all yes, of your of insightful course. information. Definitely. And can you tell our listeners how they can reach you and how they can follow along with all that you're doing? Yeah, definitely. So um, you can find me at www.ladoulacare.com I'm also at sweetdreamsla.com I also have an uh, online baby box subscription service called um, stork-box.com I'm also on Instagram stork.box and sweetdreams.la and ladoulacare on Instagram all three different accounts. Girlfriend you're doing it all we'll make sure we put everything in the description so people can find you nice and easily thank you so much for helping us we soaked all that up. Thank Yay. you. And um, Happy to help. we'll be chatting soon. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate it. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Okay. This is something I think we both are very excited to talk about. Uh, BioClarity. Okay. So BioClarity is a clean and green skincare brand that has products that just work. We are obsessed because um, they sent us products. But prior to that, I was already a customer. I think people who follow me on Instagram know that. I am a bit of a skincare fanatic, and I guess you are too now. You could say that. Yeah. So what do you love about the products that um, BioClarity sent you? Okay. So I love the Restore product. I knew you were going to say the that. Green That's stuff. my favorite. Yeah. Oh, my God. This stuff is amazing. I know. Right? I clean my face real quick, a couple dabs in the hand, mm-hmm. get it all over the face. Mm-hmm. It gives my face, my skin, life. I know. I've I've told many people about this. It's probably the one product that and hydrate. Those are my two favorites. Yeah, that one's amazing too. (gasps) You know, it's tough for me is I have like really finicky skin, even at thirty one. But this stuff is amazing. I haven't had any breakouts or anything from using it. And I tried to get you to try it prior to them sending you stuff. I think it took a special little message from them for you to be like, okay, I'll give it a go. Appreciate that. And now he's obsessed. And now I have to hide my restore from you. Um, what I think I love about their product is it has this stuff called Floralux in it, and it's made from chlorophyll, which is obviously plant-derived, and everyone knows I'm very big on plant-based ingredients, and this is the skincare that basically hones in on all that good stuff. Um, so if you guys want a little deal, you can get healthier and more radiant skin by going to bioclarity.com. Uh, our listeners will get 15% off everything on their website. That's an incredible deal. So um, you just need to enter our code ADULTING at checkout. Just go to bioclarity.com to get 15% off everything on their website. Use our code ADULTING. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. So that was informative. Yeah. And I feel a lot lighter um, having just heard her whole intake or what's what intake? Her intake. <laughs> <laughs> Can we start again? Her take? No, no, no. We're using that <laughs> okay, one. <fine. laughs> I just want to let you know right now that I'm drinking a coffee from eight this morning and it is now. Which That's is not it? yesterday's. 
I was worried about that when you brought that in here. You thought it was from yesterday? Yeah, because I made it for you in that little thermos. No, that was yesterday you made it. I made this one today. Okay. Because you said, I'm not going to make you coffee every day because now I'm a functioning adult (laughs) before I wasn't functioning. Right. (laughs) So anyways, no, I'm drinking a coffee from this morning. Clearly, I haven't been caffeinated enough. And I also, I also have mom brain. Like, it's a real thing. I don't ever Can you think, explain that? Yeah. I mean, to the best of my knowledge, <laughs> I mean, I think prior to having Geo being pregnant, I was like, I was sharp and maybe like not as sharp as, you know, the sharpest tool in the shed, but like definitely sharper than I am now. Now yeah. I can have a conversation with someone and I'm forgetting people's names. I'm forgetting like what day it is. I'm forgetting a lot. So anyways, her intake was excellent. Yeah, it sure was. <laughs> um, no, it was great. And um, if anyone out there has any additional questions, like we mentioned in the uh, interview with Kimberly, this is something that could be feasible for you. And I love that she brought up the fact that like when you have your baby shower, maybe ask for some money from friends and family to go towards like a postpartum doula, which is something that like, if I can give anyone a piece of advice, obviously this is my personal opinion. I think I didn't necessarily need the help or the support during my pregnancy, but post delivery, like that postpartum period is something I would have liked a little bit more like support with. Um, yeah, and that, the sleep as well, like a sleep nurse oh, yeah, and all 100%. that. I mean, those are the things that I feel like, yeah. I would say we have friends that that brought on sleep nurses, which are a little bit different, right? Yeah. They just, they're, they're there basically while you recover from like birth and basically, they'll basically do everything other than the feedings of your breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. They'll get the baby up or when the baby wakes up, whatever, they'll bring the baby to you to Mm -hmm. feed. But other than that, they take care of the baby all night. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So we have friends that use sleep nurses, like literally from the get go when they got home. So they were sleeping. And all of this stuff is, is pricey, but it's, it's manageable if you either plan for it throughout your pregnancy, or if you use some of that money that friends and family give you for your baby shower. I mean, be amazing. And if you don't, you can be like us and learn along the way. (laughs) I'll say this. We were kind of hard headed about it. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I think both of us were like, no, you know, I, it was my biggest fear for sure. I've said it 10 times now, but we were like, no, you know, we got this and if we don't like let's at least try to have the experience let's see what it's like right mm-hmm. and we'll sort of figure it out as we go along i was like that about everything and i think because i sorry to interrupt you it's fine oh no i was just gonna say like i think i was i had such a great pregnancy that i felt like i was on this track and it was to gonna succeed. be super easy yeah, <laughs> yeah. But i the, don't think i knew the exactly. truth is, is that he's been like no he's, he's an he's, easy baby yeah, when he's totally. awake other than when he's fussing or not sleeping <laughs> or doesn't want to eat now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, but he's, he's actually pretty good. And, and the one thing I will say is this kid smiles more oh, than I ever knew gosh. a baby could smile or laugh. Mm-hmm. And regardless of how hard moments can be in the sleep bit can be when he smiles at you first thing in the morning, when you get him out of bed or when he's waking up from a nap or just throughout the day or whatever, it literally makes everything go away. Oh, it's magic. It's the best. Oh my God. I can't like, I know he's just sleeping in the room down the hall (laughs) right now, but it's like, I can visualize his smile and I just can't wait until he wakes up. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So going back to Kimberly, she's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say this, like you said, she's in LA though. So if you're anywhere else in the world, there are people on Instagram that you can literally just follow their accounts. One of them is, um, I think taking care of, uh, babies care of care of Kara. Kara. Of babies she was one that someone recommended but just in the event that you're not in LA and you can't reach someone like Kimberly um just there's resources or you know what follow other moms because we're all just trying to figure it out and I think what I've learned from like other moms is that when they learn something they want to share oh this community is strong it's so strong you've had people that you grew up with like reach out to you who yeah, are I haven't now, spoken with in 10 yeah. years or 15 years right? and have been so helpful from a distance. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. It is pretty I think, amazing. Uh, the mom community is really strong. The parent community is like kind of right behind that because mm-hmm. dads will chip in too. But you know what though? Why not change that? Because you're a very involved dad. It would be nice to hear from more dads and have that. Like what I have with moms, I, I want you to have that. I think it's, it's just the way we do things as guys. I mean, I'm not speaking for everybody, but from my experience, like we just 
kind of keep to ourselves a little bit more. Whereas what is that an ego thing? Cause <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, I think it's just, it's just like a, in my mind, it's, it's just natural. We just kind of like keep to ourselves and, mm-hmm. and take care of our little, mm-hmm. our little community or our little kingdom mm-hmm. first. You know what I mean? All right, all right, fair enough. Um, anyways, Kimberly, amazing. Yeah. Um, like you said, right. If you can get some help with something like this, get some help. If you can afford to do it, it's not a problem. Do that as well. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that if we did it again, we would probably look at sleep training earlier on or trying to figure out how to make getting good sleep, good rest for the baby and for us as, as you know, it's a priority as early as possible because it's yeah. been three months. Like imagine for, for any human being, right? You need sleep to function. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like one of the core things that you need to have a healthy life. This is Andrew's favorite slogan. I swear you should get it tattooed on you. Maybe I will. <laughs> but if you're not sleeping for... Mm-hmm. Oh, he's back. Okay, go on. Three months, right? <laughs> okay. You don't get a good night rest for three months yeah, straight. I know. I was there. I, you're not a human anymore. No, I'm a human. What I are just, you? <laughs> no, I'm actually a superhuman is what yeah, I am. You are. You are. Um, I didn't Shout think out that to that all was, the moms out yeah, there. Yeah, I, I just think that you have this, like like I said, the adrenaline and you, you just know that that's what's best for your baby. And I... It's weird, but like, even though I knew I was struggling, like to help him made it go away for me. Yeah. Well, maybe, I mean, I know you've said it, it's, it's a mom thing more than a yeah, dad thing, right? I Cause so. I didn't feel that. Well, plus I was, I'm nursing him. So it's like, I literally am the one that can soothe him. Um, so there's just a lot to that, but we're on the up and up. And just to touch on one other thing, because I know there are parents out there that have one year olds or even older that are having, you know, sleep regression or just having maybe not the healthiest sleep habits, um, that's okay. Like I'm not here to judge anyone. There are people that co-sleep. There are people that, you know, they all find their own rhythm in this. And like, we're just sharing our experience. Yeah. I think, I mean, having a kid in this early period is just a whirlwind anyways, right? Mm -hmm. You're you're just surviving. You're figuring out as you go. So everyone's going to do it a little bit differently. And every baby's different. Yeah. And you're going to do what works for you guys. Mm -hmm. There's not one solution for all. Yeah. Wow. So, here we are. We're, we're figuring it out. We're figuring out what works for us. Actually, for I have a question for everyone listening. I'm curious, like, you know, obviously people who listen aren't all parents, right? Like we've, we want just everyone to be able to listen to our show and get some sort of, um, I guess information or just, you know, entertainment, <laughs> if nothing else. <laughs> um, but I'm curious and maybe I'll do a poll on my story, but like, do you guys like hearing about the progress that we're going through as parents? Because it's very therapeutic for us. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'll leave it at that. And also we can always just read your reviews if you're better with that. I think he's up. Yes, that is a crying baby. <laughs> so we're going to end here. Thank you guys for listening. Thank um, you, Kimberly, for guesting on our show. Yes, thank um, you, Kimberly. Any tips or tricks along the road of sleep, the sleep journey, please send our way. And again, always thank you so much for sharing on your stories when you're listening to our show. It makes yeah, us so happy. So cool. Yeah. So cool. So this is Adulting Like a Mother Father. If you like what you hear, share with your friends and family. Um, and be sure to leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. We love that stuff. Um, and then also reach out anytime through the our Instagram account, Adulting Like a Mother Father. Let it's us, actually Adulting Like a MF. There you go. Because Mother Father was really long. Yeah, it's too long. Yeah. Okay. All right. But well, let us know what you think. This Mother Father is out. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the Direct Message Network on Podcast One. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.